Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Hit Start to Play podcast. It's your boy, the Big Jack. And with me is my co-host. Say hello. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you may be in the world. I hope you're keeping safe on this cold, snowy day. Let's get stuck in. Before we get stuck in, I just want to point one thing out. Um, first episode, I actually said the name of the podcast incorrectly. Um, since then, I've learned the name of our own podcast. Um, and we should be good to go. So, uh, yeah, I, first episode nerves. Who knows? Anyway, let's get into the news. That sounded really weird. I've been saying that again. Let's get right into the news. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so, some big news this week in, ga- in, the, in the game industry. We'll start with some big game announcements, starting off with Rust is officially coming to console. I think, I think it's been actually like, I'm surprised this hasn't happened already, to be honest. But I wonder if it's porting issues, to be honest. Maybe. Or well, maybe like demand wasn't high enough. I don't know. Yeah, but... potentially. But I think it could be very interesting. I might I might pick it up when it's it when like it drops. A, it's open world, isn't it? Like you build yeah. and bases you, and stuff. Yeah, you get like teams and stuff and you can you can pretty much do what you like. A bit like Ark, right? Yeah, Ark As just without the, the, the dinos. Well, that's that's yeah, I'm not buying it. I like the dinos. You can you can be naked in it though, so well, hopefully ten out of ten. Best sold game. Me. That's <laughs> it. Boys, I'm I'm my head out. I'm uh go go play me some rough. I'm going to go dig my PC out of the shed and go play some Rust. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Indiana Jones, a franchise that hasn't really been seen in, in quite a while after the oh. lackluster film. Was that I the one with the aliens? The, the beginning? Yeah, yeah, it's like Shia LaBeouf. And, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the lackluster thing. Bethesda and uh, Machine Games have come together to create an Indiana Jones game, of all things, which I think polarizing. A lot of people excited. A lot of people don't really care. Uh, supposedly yeah. quite Skyrim-esque, but uh, Machine Games are the devs behind the new Wolfenstein games. Uh, they are very much a, a first-person shooter. And obviously Bethesda are the ones behind Fallout and all sorts. Yeah, well, but Bethesda published like Wolfenstein and Doom as well, so right. it, it could go either way. Could be um, fantastic, or it could be absolute. Yeah, the, the the rumor currently is that it's Elder Scrollsy, which I think would excite a lot of people, me included. I, I mean, the only problem is it's Indiana Jones, and I don't think anyone cares about Indiana Jones anymore. Could be wrong, but yeah, the excitement for it—I don't know. I think we might be wrong there. Like, it's it's there's a buzz, there's a big buzz for it. So we can only wait and see. Not a lot is known at the moment, other than a small teaser that was released by Bethesda on this. But we shall wait and see. Pokemon Snap has a release date of April 30th. A completely original game in... I've actually looked up the uh, region now. It's called the Lentil Region, which has never been done before in the game, from what I know. So I don't... A bean? A bean? No, it's like a... I don't think it's like a little... Yeah, they're like little... Is that that (laughs) How did this happen? (laughs) We're talking about beans. (laughs) Yeah, this podcast is now about beans. So <clears throat> sorry, beans, beans. <laughs> so no, uh, like I, I'm not sure if it's going to be fresh Pokemon, like new Pokemon, or they're just going to sprinkle a load of old ones or a bit of both. But it could be good. Yeah, could be good. Yeah, the I original mean, was very good. 
Very well, short. Yeah, that was an N64 game, wasn't it? So, yeah, one of the first come, games I ever played. Come a long way. So we'll see. Resident Evil Village. New gameplay has been revealed. If you want to look at that, uh, IGN, GameStop, loads of places are, are reporting on that. Okay. Very first-person horror, Outlast-esque sort of thing. Similar. Like they're, they're sticking with the Resident Evil 7 biohazard sort of regen of, of Resident right. Evil where they changed it to first-person. Very okay. similar. If anyone actually played this, uh, was, what was it called? Was it PT? In my opinion, one of the scariest things I've ever played in my life. And it Personal was... trainer. Very scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Personal <laughs> trainer. It's just Wii Fit. But it's, it was called Playable Teaser. And it was a teaser for, I believe, a Silent Hill game. Right. And it was first person. And all the, all the teaser was was just walking through the same corridor over and over again. But things were like changing and stuff. And it was, uh, yeah, made, made yeah. me poo my pants. No, thank it, you. There, it, it was good. I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited for this. The, the Resident Evil Village. I'm a big fan of like Outlast, so I, I don't <laughs> see why this wouldn't be good. Moving on, Hitman Three. Uh, all the six locations that will be playable have been revealed. Again, not bit, bit worried about this. I, I do genuinely feel because there's only six levels, they're going to kind of compensate for this by just slapping in the, the Hitman Two and One levels. Yeah, I mean, that was a problem with number two. I, I say a problem. Number two, there was quite a few good levels. Like, I really enjoyed the second one. But they added the first one in, so it made the first one redundant. Yeah. And now, uh, if they're going to do the same with the third one, it, it doesn't really make much sense to me. But I guess, because the, 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 it's the last one, I wonder if they're going to use it as, like, a definitive collection. You know, like... Yeah, there will maybe, be a trilogy, I would imagine. Maybe add some levels from like the original ones, like you know, like... most like oh, maybe or like Blood Money and all that. Yeah, maybe you never know. that'd be quite nice. Yeah, we'll see. But Hitman for me has always been a bit fifty-fifty. I'd, I'd play them, yeah. but I wouldn't. I would never buy them on release. Like release, I always prefer Dishonored as your like stealth target assassination game. I mean, but, I, I never actually used Hitman as a stealth game. I just just run around and throw stuff at people. Like, you know, there, there's uh, one level in the second one um, where you're in, like, a residential area and you could just get a briefcase and just start throwing it at people. I don't actually I do. think I've ever played Hitman 2, to be honest. It's a good game. It's a good game. I played, I played the first one and that was, oh, that yeah. was fun, yeah. That was free on PS4 for a while, was it not? Yeah, I think that's why I played it. I never really yeah. bothered before that because I played Hitman Absolution and wasn't really impressed, so I never really bothered going any further. But yeah. no, they're, they're right games, yeah. Should be interesting. Stalker 2 has been announced. If anyone played the original Stalker, um, their sort of first-person horror sort of titles... Uh, where I don't, I don't think it has like a massive audience. I think it's more of a niche sort of audience. I never played it. Yeah. But th- it does look quite good. It the the screenshots I've seen that they have released look very similar. Sort of like, do you remember Call of Duty Four? Like the Gillies in the is it all gillied up? Gillies in the mist. I can't Gillies remember the, the level. Yeah, 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 the the Chernobyl level, right? Yeah, they, they yeah. look very similar to that. Okay. Just in a game, but. More will be announced at a later date. We don't know a lot yet. Horror games and... want to head out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of like horror games. Like, I recently started playing Soma, and oh, that was that was that was cool to watch. I must admit. The underwater. If anyone's played Soma, the underwater bit where you're in the abyss, I I pooed. <laughs> I... <laughs> the big fish. The big fish. Honestly, I just oh, I couldn't. I couldn't do. It. I had to keep pausing. I couldn't do it. 
I was I was genuinely frightened. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. But probably the biggest game announcement is the uh, Ubisoft open world Star Wars game. Oh no. Star Wars has kind of gone out of its grasps of EA and we'll get to that in a minute. But <laughs> they've gone from EA to Ubisoft. I don't know if that's an upgrade or what. I really don't know yet. You've probably got the two most sort of slandered game companies. It's lazy, in my opinion. Kind of just hosting, I guess you could say, the arguably one of the biggest franchises in the in, in the history. Yeah, you could probably argue it's one of the biggest franchises oh, in the world. Yeah, for sure. For sure, I yeah. I think so, yeah. And the games are very beloved. Yeah, so you mess when, it up, you're going to get death threats. Yeah. And when oh. EA come out with Battlefront saying, oh, it's a true experience, and you play it and there's four levels, there's a problem. EA, it was, please. It was four levels, and then pay 80 quid to get the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, no, we got all this DLC. Well, why is it not in the game? Because yeah, we're like, EA. Yeah, we just like your money. So I'm hoping it would be good. It, it's it's a it's a very promising direction that it's gone to to come out of the grasp of EA. I think personally, don't think Ubisoft's the right people to take it on. But I think it's only for this game, though. I don't think they're taking they're not taking like every, every the, the license. It's just for this one. I hope not. But we'll, we'll design is appalling. So do you know? Oh yeah, it's caught me in con- copy the and paste, Control C, Control V on the map. <laughs> so <what> is- <laughs> Well, let me, change, let me change the colour of this floor. There we go. New map. Nice. Let's add a couple of mammoths. There you go. Far Cry Primal. Easy. <laughs> Let's make a billion dollars. Legit. Well, they're the major game announcers. So let's go on to quickly. We'll try and rattle through this. If you have anything you want to add, just interject. Yeah. We'll go on to the actual news of the industry. Firstly, I think we have to mention uh, with our condolences that Brad Venables did pass away on January 7th, a true voice acting legend uh, in anime and in video games, in franchises such as Dragon Ball Super, Attack on Titan, and in the gaming world, Devil May Cry and Final Fantasy being only an an inkling of the amount of franchises he covered. Yeah. He was in Cold War as well, which is Was sad. he? Yeah. Who does he? Who was he in Cold War? Uh, I don't know. I'm just reading the article here, and it says that he was in Black Ops Cold War. Oh. That would have been one of his last projects. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. But well, yeah. Yeah, and he's only 43. Yeah, he was very young. Rest in peace. I hope. Yeah. Rest in peace. His family guy. are dealing well with with the loss, and I hope if there's a god up there, I hope he takes good care of him. Yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace to Brad Venable. Next up, the PS4 Slim and the PS4 Pro have been discontinued. Oh, um, interesting. I... Just to create more PS5s, which is stock, is a big issue. A big issue. One thing PS5. I the, the problem I have with this announcement, right, is it's it's too early to to stop production of arguably one of the best-selling consoles in a very long time, because. With the abysmal stock levels of the PS5, you know, yeah. that that you'd think they'd stack a few because people are still going to buy PS4s because yeah, like, so. PS5s are expensive, right? I think yeah, it's almost five hundred quid. Mine was five hundred and twenty quid odd. That's a lot of money. Like, yeah, it is. You know, so a PS4 is still a good console, especially the newer ones. Like, I I've got still got the original PS4 and it sounds like a Boeing seven four seven, but. 
the newer PS4s are quite good, like built quite well considering. So I'm surprised. Yeah, I've got a PS4 Pro and it's it's fine. The fan is very loud as you'd expect, but it's yeah. it's it's fine. I'm surprised they're discontinuing it already, especially since I PS5's only it's... been out like. I think it's purely so they can ramp up stock of PS5, to be honest. It's the only they... thing I can think of. Well, why yeah, they would do this. got to be a reason behind it, right? But and I think Japan to... sales were kind of faulted in, for now, and that's sort of one of their bigger audiences. So, Fingers crossed they actually bring more PS5s then with this. So speaking of PS5s, this, uh, I can't believe this is actually news. So they released a sort of black PS5 that was supposed to symbolise a PS2. Yep. And it got cancelled after a load of people sent threats, like death threats, to like suppliers and things like that. Yep. Why? Why, is, why are people sending death threats to suppliers just because yeah. there was only like 200 made? Like it's supposed to be a limited time rare collectible item. Yeah, yeah. It, by that like, by that logic, you need to be sending death threats to Sony, right? Because you know their logic behind it was not saying do send death threats to Sony, no. but the logic behind it was that because he's not making loads, that's a problem. But PS like Sony have got away with it. They've 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 completely fluffed this up. Yet they're kind of getting away with like nothing. Whereas this guy. Is getting absolutely slaughtered for creating a limited <laughs> yeah. edition item, and you're like, "What? Like that? That, <laughs> that logic just doesn't make any sense." For me, I don't even think it looks that nice. I prefer the white one, yeah. like the yeah. regular. The, the black. It's. Li- it, I'm pretty sure it's literally just a, a PS5 with black panels. They've they replaced the buttons with the original PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It looks. It looks alright, but. For I how don't much? Think I'd pay extra for it. No, I wouldn't. Um, but I can $649 see why people. Six hundred forty-nine dollars. It was retailing. Yeah, I can see why people wanted it. But yeah. to start sending death threats was a bit. No, it's, come on. Like people take things way too seriously. It's a console. Yeah. 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 But moving on from death threats, uh, I can't remember the devs. Is it? I'm sure it's Guerrilla Games. I'm sure it's Guerrilla Games who made Killzone, a very popular franchise. Uh, okay. PS2, PS3. Has officially been retired. Didn't so it wasn't, think, to be honest. These games, uh, there hasn't been a game for eight years or so now. Uh, there was a launch PS4 title. I can't remember the name. Shadowfall, maybe Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah, they, they were good. The name. They were solid first-person shooter games, quite beloved in its time. And you now the devs are working on bigger things with Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West, which same. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's a solid move. Uh, Killzone, this isn't saying Killzone is gone forever. It may come back one day. I know there's quite a lot of like people wanting a Killzone PS5 launch title. Yeah, but I think I think Horizon Zero Dawn is is definitely the right. Well, Forbidden West now Zero Dawn's been released on PC now, but Horizon Fear of Forbidden West, which is coming 2021, I think that is that's a better move for the devs to focus on. You have to wait and see, I guess. You know. Now this one, GTA Six uh, will feature its first female protagonist, which to me I think that's great. Brilliant, yeah. But this has sparked a lot of backlash. It's just a Reddit warriors. Backlash of people. So, if you don't mind, I'm kind of I'm going to take the floor with this one. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. I and, and I'm going to get people that are going to dislike this. People are going to listen to this and think, "Oh, this guy's an idiot," right? But Quite honestly, 
why does it matter whether it's a male or a female? Like, if, if they decide to make the protagonist female, is that going to affect your gameplay? No. Like, is that going to change the outcome of the game? No. Is it going to be interesting? Yes. What, like, obviously there are franchises with female lead characters, like Tomb Raider, things like that. Yeah. We are seeing a rise in games where you can be both male or female. I mean, in War, for example, you can pick your character as male, female, or non-binary, which I think is really interesting. Um, But people are, I feel like people, and it is a lot of people on Reddit, and me personally, I cannot stand Reddit. Um, I'm reading some of these comments. People, a lot of people are saying I don't mind, but they select few people that are like, "Oh, well, it's always been a male protagonist, and if you change it, it's going to change the franchise and stuff." And like, is it? Is it? It could take the game in a completely new direction. Yeah, like, these are the same people that, when the next 007 was announced as a woman, people just lost their minds. Oh, I just don't it's understand. The same but GTA can't play as women. <laughs> like it's it's no, come on, like it's twenty twenty one, like behave. It have a word. It does not affect anything. I think it's fantastic, it's progressive, it's where yeah. we should be going. I haven't got an issue with it. It's like just not... because someone's forty and live with their dad doesn't mean I've never seen a woman in their life doesn't mean that GTA wow. can't have a female protagonist. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. I mean, I know this is a bit of, of a tangent, but my, my missus is a big into feminism, right? Um, and I didn't really understand it, but this kind of, I'm glad it's coming into the gaming world now because the game, like, people always assume that games are like men, you know, big, big men and greasy nerds and all this sort of stuff. But there's so many women that play games now. So yeah. for yeah, people to have the option of playing as a woman, I think it's fantastic. It, it's opening oh, yeah. the world up to so many more people, and gaming is no longer niche. I think. No, you've got big female gamers now that have, like Pokemon, yeah. very, very popular, yeah. very pop, like hundred k views a stream Twitch was, streamer. If you look like, at the app on Twitch on um, iOS, like go to the App Store, Pokemon Space. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can imagine. You know. Very popular. It's. it's so, I think yeah, a GTA I, Four, uh, GTA Five, uh, Six. 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 <laughs> Christ, uh, a female protagonist, I think, is it would be the right way to go, in my opinion. I think that'd be fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have an issue with it at all. I don't know a lot of people do, but I don't get why, personally. It but, goes, mate. I'm telling you. But moving on from that, before we <laughs> lose a lung, Ghost of Tsushima fans, in my opinion, I know it didn't win, but in my opinion, Game of the Year 2020 should have been. But, you know, Last of Us 2, critics loved it. Obviously. Yeah. Not going to get into that. I'll get mad. But <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima fans raised over 260000 I believe, dollars to repair yeah. the real-life island that the game is based on. Incredible. Which I think is absolutely fantastic. And people sit there and say that video games are making kids violent. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like, yeah, $260,000. That's incredible. Because the island it is based on is going a bit of disrepair. It's, oh, a lot of a lot of it's very old. Obviously, it's it's old. Yeah, it's old so. like monuments, and a lot of them are quite damaged. So yeah, I, I, that's wonderful. Two hundred and sixty thousand to repair the real life island. I, I don't that's think you can ask for more. Like, I don't know how they raised it, but fair play to them. I think the thing is, is like people like think that games are always like the end of the world and stuff, but certain communities obviously are horrific, but. Oh yeah, there are you some know. that you just don't want to touch with a pole, but no. 
to the kind of stories that you like to listen. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's people coming together to repair something that affects other but, people as yeah. well. This is like a genuine real life island. This isn't, yeah. we're not talking like this was made for the video game. This is, the, the game is based on a genuine historical island. And now they're trying to, it's, it's incredible. It's being repaired because of gamers, which I think was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely Bit agree. Bit of console news here. Mm. Nintendo Switch Pro is expected to release next year. Yes. I mean, is it just the same thing? Just a bit more powerful? I don't really know. I, 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 can't, I can't really understand the logic behind it, I will admit. I think it's it, it, it's a bit like, you know, the route they went down with their DSs. You know, every other oh, year, it'd yeah. be like DS Plus, DS Plus XL, DS Plus XL Mega Ultra. And you're like... There's a like DS Turbo Ultra Giga Edition and all this. You have just this is it's becoming more common. Even in phones, it's like iPhone Pro Max 12 Giga yeah, that's, Turbo. That's the one I've got. And I was like, like listing it off. And I'm like, it's the iPhone 12 Pro Max 120. Like, really? Yeah. It's just a phone, man. Like, but you know, like, it'll be enough. popular. Nintendo Switch is, I think, was a was a hidden gem of a console where the agreed. The previous console was a Wii U, which was a colossal failure. <laughs> and when the Nintendo Switch got announced, a lot of people were a bit like, oh no. Do you think people even have a Wii U these days? Let's be honest. But you'll get some sick individuals that have it, but like, <laughs> no one sane no. will have it and actually use it. You might have it as like, oh yeah, it's just a collector's item now. It collects dust, but like, no, I can guarantee the player base can't be there. There's probably about 10 people that play it. Yeah, oh yeah, there, there will be like someone's mum won't let them have a switch, and all they got is a Wii U, so they play Zombie U on it every day. Yeah, I'd maybe. leave home. I'd be like, nah, I ain't yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. not a Wii U. I'd rather have no console. I'd rather have one of them brick Nokia's and play Snake. Well, it'd probably be better than half the games that came on launch with it. That yeah. the only one I'm probably interested in is the Mario Kart, but I spite it. It's Mario I'm, Kart. Isn't gonna it? be honest, I didn't even know there was a Mario Kart for the Wii U. Yeah, it, might, it probably sure is. Yeah, there's got to be, but. Yeah, never had one. No. But Nintendo Switch Pro, yeah, I, I don't think I'll get one myself. But no. might I mean, do I've, I've got both. Products. I've got the light and the regular one for whatever reason. No, I've just got I've just got a regular one. Yeah, I think I, I, a light. Oh no, I remember because the, the 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 big boy was around my missus. Um, oh, well, yeah. During lockdown, when Animal Crossing first came out, I bought the light and played Animal Crossing on it. But anyway, yeah. So moving on. To some really big news if you're a Star Wars fan, Lucasfilms has reacquired the primary license for Star Wars games under their name once again. Which is interesting, because Lucasfilms, I feel like, are very, very good when it comes to Star Wars games. I mean, take yeah. Battlefield, uh, Battlefront 2, rather. Incredible. Yeah, yeah Lucasfilms. first one. Not the... Not the, not the, the EA shambles. Yeah, Lucasfilm's being responsible for games such as Star Wars Bounty Hunter and obviously, like we just mentioned, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 on the PS2, GameCube, etc. Yeah. I think game. this is a great move. It gets the primary sort of license away from EA. EA can still make Star Wars games, but it won't be to the extent like every Star Wars game made in the future. It won't be EA. Yeah. As, as we mentioned earlier, Ubisoft have the licenses to one. Yep. Um, but there are many coming. Uh, Lucasfilms have teased a Star Wars Battlefront 3 could possibly be announced at some point. Which It's an, it's an interesting time for Star Wars fans, I think. You know, yeah, 
seems to be doing something with the franchise again. Like, you know, I think it's come off of the sequel trilogy was really bad. A lot of people, and and since Disney acquired it, Star Wars as a franchise, it's been a bit of a shambles. But yeah. I think it's looking on a positive. Mandalorian is fantastic. That came out recently, season two, and now this. I think this is only a good step as Lucasfilms will be really willing to take risks with the franchises. They know what they're doing. I mean, Lucas created Star Wars, so exactly, yeah. He knows yeah. what he's doing, and you don't really have EA there to to pay to win all the games. So ruin it with microtransactions. I think this is a positive step. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it could be good for the game, uh, good for the, good for the franchise. And I guess we'll have to sort of wait and find out what happens. I guess you know. On to the big news now. Big news of the week, and that is Microsoft playing real life Monopoly with the game industry. My recently, guy, recently, recently he, running yeah, around the CEO running around with his top hat and walking stick, just splashing oh, cash everywhere. That's embarrassing. So Microsoft recently, as we all know, bought Bethesda for something like $6.7 billion. Massive, massive purchase. Mm-hmm. And now they've tried it again with four companies, EA, Midway, Square, and strangely, Nintendo. I'm not sure why Nintendo, but they have. And so far, it has been unsuccessful with all four of those companies. <laughs> but <laughs> this is going to move on to what we want to talk about for a little bit. Do we think Microsoft are done here? No. Not now that they've kind of been, as it was described by Nintendo, laughed out the door with their offers. But not. let's take Square and Midway. They're smaller companies. Yeah. Like, um, if... Mm. I, I don't think... I mean... Right, so I put it this way. So Microsoft, like, uh, history of buying companies, you know, they because obviously Hotmail originally wasn't Microsoft. They bought that back mm-hmm. in 97, right? So I think Minecraft that was the as well. beginning. Yeah, they bought Mojang out, didn't they? Uh, they bought Bungie in 2000. Um, just trying to think of any other notable, yeah. notable ones that they've bought. Uh, yeah, giant company Bungie. software. Yep. You've heard of them. They bought them yeah. in 2004. You know, so they've they've purchased so many companies, but they haven't gone to this level no, of no, a mass a sort move. of takeover. Yeah, Nintendo as well. Nintendo. Yeah, well they, the thing of one of the bigger ones was Skype. They bought that back in two thousand and eleven, yeah. which, in hindsight, was a bad idea because who uses Skype? Skype awful, yeah. Um, but Minecraft yeah, but probably being their biggest purchase. Mojang, yeah, they bought that twenty fourteen. Ridiculous um, amount of money. Don't know how much it cost them actually. It billions. Was I'm sure around it was. two point five yeah. billion, I do believe. Oh well, Bethesda then. Bethesda's their biggest six six point uh, seven, I'd like to say, billion dollars. But actually, like interestingly enough, GitHub they bought it for seven point five. Okay. I mean that makes sense because I see GitHub's used to push um like updates to all sorts of things and like open source um programs and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that I makes understand. sense. But uh, in terms of gaming, yeah, what do you think this means now that Microsoft have clearly tried like a brute force takeover attempt here, and Square Midway being smaller companies, there's only so long you can sort of 
keep your back against the wall uh, for a, a massive giant like Microsoft before you eventually bow down. I think I think the issue with one company holding sort of such a big influence on the gaming world is if that one company that like that's obviously each different company in has their own sort of formats right so ea for example i always think their format is micro like shove as many microtransactions in a game as possible and let it go ubisoft for example they're very good at copying and pasting their own games and just changing assets with microsoft I don't. They, 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 I don't see them as a like a big video game company. So, it's, I know, and obviously, I know they create Xbox and stuff like that. But when it comes to game development and stuff, well, they're I worry. They're not devs. You know, if they're they're buying all these, are they actually going to care enough? Like, or are they just buying them because, look, you know, my e balls are huge. We own all this. You know, are they actually going to care about? the development of the games under the the studios that they're buying. That's the problem, I think, for me. I think a thing with this as well is look at Halo. Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, arguably games of the decade candidates here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But then you look at Halo 4 or 5 and Halo Infinite that is coming in 2021, very sort of... Halo Infinite looks very shaky. Yeah. And Halo as a franchise gears of war i think went the same way as well very sort of microsoft exclusives aren't particularly known for their sort of no. polish i think like, that's why they tried they bought the game pass out in it to try and give microsoft an edge it. yeah and you know, i, don't well, think I it mean worked. sony then came out with ps now so and steam <laughs> but, obviously has like yeah. there's the big humble bundle or whatever it's called that well there's the argument as well right so you know, with with Microsoft like consoles and stuff, like obviously Microsoft operating systems and stuff. Most games that are on the Xbox are on the PC. They're on PC, yeah. There's no such the PC thing as an Xbox exclusive. No, now. and PC trumps an Xbox, obviously, to spec wise and everything like that. So why, you know, I feel yeah, that's like that's the only upside really is that Microsoft own the PC world as well, in majority. So yeah. for gaming, true. But yeah, no. For me, if you look at Xbox exclusives to PS4 or Sony exclusives, there's a lot more polish. Like The Last of Us, um, Bloodborne, Horizon, God of War. Like these are straight masterpieces of games. How long is it going to be until they buy them? Let's be honest. Uh, Well, God of War Ragnarok is not PS4 or PS5 exclusives this time. It's on Xbox as well. Mm -hmm. Right. How long before Horizon? I mean, Horizon, that's on PC now. Yeah. So it, it it's things me. like this. You're losing Microsoft to slowly, like Bethesda, absolutely enormous purchase. Some of the most yeah. beloved game franchises of all time there Fallout, The Elder Scrolls, Doom, Wolfenstein. It's not 100% confirmed whether these are Xbox exclusives coming forward. I think right. it would be a lot of lost revenue for them to do that. But there will be bonuses, at least. Bonus exclusives that if you have it on Xbox, you get this. Or you have it on Xbox, you get this exclusive for two months. Things like that. It might not be a right. pure Fallout 5 or The Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be an Xbox or PC exclusive. Mm-hmm. But there will be bonuses to it. And yeah. 
Bethesda, one of the biggest game publishers in the world, for sure. Oh, yeah, easy. What's stopping them going to, say, another beloved franchise like CD Projekt Red or Naughty Dog and just going, here's a metric ton of cash, make, like, make games down. for us? It'd be very and hard to turn down. A lot of companies like Square and Midway, Square Enix, they're a small company in regards now. Oh, yeah. Not where they yeah. used to be. And Midway, same thing. They're not a huge company compared to Microsoft. But how long this, right? until they bow down to that? And do you think, interesting question here, do you okay. think, say hypothetically Microsoft was successful and Nintendo, EA, Square, Midway, and more, Bethesda, all went to Microsoft, would this be the end of Sony for PlayStation, do you think, if that happened, hypothetically? It's hard to tell because... For me, like Sony and Sony fans um, are sort of loyal because, you know, yeah. other than the, you know, the big fiasco with the PS3 and PSN getting hacked. And all oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I feel like Sony as a whole have been very solid. Like, other than obviously the flop of the, the not the flop, but the nightmare of the PS5, I feel like with Sony, you know, it's reliable. You know, you know that. Yeah. In all in all, I feel like they actually care about their customers. Whereas Microsoft, for me, like obviously they're just they're, they're so big that I feel like they've lost their their like their edge. You know, they 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 don't for me they don't care. Oh, yeah. They're just kind no of like doubt. it's a big it's a big money game, which I find because it's a company, right? And a company's got to make money and stuff. Yeah, no but... doubt. Microsoft is bigger than Sony in terms yeah, of this game. But I agree, yeah. but. <laughs> You know, I feel like that as well. They focus more on PC and leave like consoles behind. I mean, obviously they released the Xbox One X or whatever. What was it called? Xbox Series X. That's the one. But I feel like that was almost pointless because you know they filled it with specs of a PC. Why would you not just buy a PC? Yeah, it's pretty much PC. Yeah, just in a you box. Know, you can get it. the same same games. Right. It's hyper-powerful. Don't get me wrong. The Xbox Series yeah. X is by far the, the most powerful console we've ever seen, but it yeah. is literally a PC. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't think... I think more people go from Xbox to PS... Like, Sony, as oh, opposed yeah. to the other way around. So I think unless you're a diehard, you know fan of anything that Bethesda bring out or anything like that I don't think there's any real reason to go over to Microsoft to be honest if they did own all these companies and stuff. Yeah, The problem is I think Sony's biggest drawing point is exclusives are very good yeah. Yeah. what happens if Microsoft buys Guerrilla, buys From Software buys yeah. Insomniac yeah. all of these companies and all of a sudden God of War Horizon Soul Series are all then Xbox exclusive, yeah. It's it's. Um, there's got to be some regulation, surely. You know, it's. It, it seems. Um, it seems hard. almost unfair. Not often unfair. I think. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, no. And Nintendo but, as well. Yeah. What happens then? Yeah, I, I feel like Nintendo now, isn't exactly for like a big big gamers, so to speak. Nintendo's more like. You know, for like 
the the younger the fun, audience. Yeah, the fun gamers and stuff because you've got like Mario and yeah, Zelda Mario Party, Mario Kart, all those. They're just fun games to play. I wouldn't. They're not like games, hardcore games at all. Yeah. But they're they're very popular because they're they're casual, family yeah. games. Yeah. And Microsoft to me doesn't scream family games when they're no. sort of most notable exclusives are Halo, Gears of War, and Hellblade. It doesn't, to me, scream family. I'm playing with this, kids. It's great. It's got gore and guns and everything. Oh, you can like, rip it's... someone's chest open with a chainsaw. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, to show your kids. I like... said they decided to bring out the Connect, and that was shocking. I, I actually said about that the better. I had a Connect with my Xbox One, and it was shocking. It didn't really work. Yeah. You had, to, like, you had to move everything because you had to have a space the size of like three football pitches just to play it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, you need the space, otherwise you end up taking everything out. But yeah, you're not yeah. breaking your own limbs. So it's like, you, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of, of Microsoft's sort of brute force tactic at all. No, no. I'm not a fan of Microsoft full stop, to be honest. I mean, no, I don't know who I am either. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Sony slash Apple fan. Uh, I don't. I don't own a, a Microsoft computer. I don't actually own anything Microsoft. Thinking about it, yeah, I've, I've got like like Microsoft Windows laptop and a Xbox One still. Yeah, other than my um, I guess other than my work computer, but that's technically not mine, right? Yeah, that's so, just work, though, isn't it? Um, it's it scary. Weary. Yeah, it is very because they ain't gonna stop here. Like they may have failed here, but they will not. They won't stop. The offer's right. Someone's going to take it. It's, especially these smaller companies. It's the way of the world, isn't it? You know, especially with coronavirus, like hitting people hard and hitting yeah, hard. Yeah, small companies might not have. I mean, look at CD Projekt Red. COVID yeah. absolutely obliterated like yeah. the quality of Cyberpunk because the, the work really wasn't put into it because yeah. of it. So what happened? CD Projekt Red are becoming a titan. But what happens if Microsoft approaches them after the way Cyberpunk's gone and says, well, we can kind of save you? Yeah. They're going mean, to do it. The only saving grace I have was when they bought Minecraft, I thought they would absolutely ruin it. But Minecraft's just gone from straight yeah, to Minecraft's straight. Yeah, Minecraft's been all right, yeah. I, so, think, I think that's been fine. That's promising, I guess. But I I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think... This sounds like a really communist view here, right? <laughs> I don't think a single company should own everything. I think it should be, you know, sort of spread across, not one single entity that just yeah. owns everything. I worry for Bethesda games because I'm a massive fan of Fallout, Elder Scrolls, them sort of you games. think they're going to ruin it? or Not that, because I don't think they'll have much say. I, I know Bethesda are quite protective when it comes to that sort of thing. That I don't think Bethesda's going to let microsoft touch a lot of it right but i'm worried that they'll be exclusive or one day microsoft be like oh fallout 5 looks pretty nice i want it just for us and then if you're a sony person you're screwed yeah but i think we should move on before we start getting too depressed thinking about microsoft taking over i'm going to go to a bit of a lighter topic what games are you looking forward to for 2021? Oh, interesting. Yes. Um, so, obviously, for me, it'd be Hitman 3 is one that I'm uh, looking forward to. It actually comes out in four days. So Does it? It does. 
January Jesus. 20th. Oh yeah, I think it's the first big game of 2021, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I do believe so. Um, that for me is going to be interesting because I again I like um, I like Hitman. I like running around throwing briefcases at people and uh, throwing people off buildings. It, was, it feeds my uh, sadistic I addiction. I've seen a clip in that where someone threw a briefcase and it was like homing onto people's heads. Yep. yep. Like, what am I seeing? It's great. It's just you're just a bold man in a suit just walking around throwing stuff at people. It's fantastic. But what's not the like? I mean, like, well, yeah, you know. But uh, and then we got Ratchet and Clank, which is sometime this year. Um, I like Ratchet and Clank. I've always liked Ratchet and Clank. Um, I don't know why. Like the games are not great, but they're just they're just fun. I've never really played a full one, to be honest. Like I played the original one on PS2. And it was funny enough yeah. around our cousin, uh, around our cousin's house actually. Uh, he. Um, Oh, for context, by the way, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it. Me, we're actually cousins, so yeah. Um, but I went round there, uh, the house, and they had the PS2, and they had Metal Gear Solid Three and Ratchet and Clank, and I remember playing that as a kid, and that was fun. Um, and then I ended up getting it myself, and then the problem is they remastered. Well, they didn't remaster it; they like remade it on PS4. Yeah, yeah, it was a remake. It yeah. wasn't as good. I, I mean, it was okay. I played it very briefly. It was it, all right. It missed its. It, it, it kind of lacked what it originally had, like for me anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. Grand Turismo Seven. Quite looking forward to. I like the Grand Turismo games. When's quite that basic. even out? Just sometime twenty twenty one, like late June. Demo or something, but someone on my friends list was playing it. Potentially, potentially, it's it's. Just sometime 2021. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a demo or something, but someone was playing something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think that's about it, really. I mean, like, I don't really know any many games that are coming out this year, to be honest with you. Like, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, about... well, you might learn some new ones from me. I've got a hefty old list here. Oh, no, here we go. So, by far for me, my most anticipated game of 2021 is Elden Ring. Yeah, I never heard now, of This is a uh, sort of spiritual successor to the Souls games. From Software are working on this with in collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin, who most of you will know as the author to Game of Thrones. So I think that's the kind of game we can expect to see when it releases a very fantasy sort of Souls-like experience. Not a lot is known but this has been in development for a long time. Interesting. I'm very excited. It's going to be Souls. I know it's it's not a Souls game in itself because um, it's confirmed that Dark Souls 3 was the end for now. So it, I, I don't know what to expect other than a Game of Thronesy Souls sort of mix. Interesting. So I, that, that's got to be it for me, uh, for, for the most anticipated. But we don't know that. Not necessarily coming in 2021. That's just the expected release date. Coming at some point. But smaller games that are coming out, one is Outriders. A game I didn't actually uh, like hear much of. And I believe this might be Xbox exclusive. I'm not sure. But this right. is a free-player co-op game by People Can Fly Studios, who made Gears of War, Bulletstorm, um... There's a few others I can't remember. But this has been described as an action RPG like 
described as a mix of Mass Effect and Diablo. Okay. It, it looks very fun. I'm pretty sure it's like free player drop in, drop out, co- like co op. You can kind of just play as you like. Okay. Looks quite fun. Looks kind of carnage. This one, this one might actually interest you. Ruined King. Now, okay. if you played League of Legends, you might recognize uh, the name Ruined King. It is a single player turn based RPG based on League of Legends developed by Riot Games and Darksiders developers Airship Syndicate. Interesting. So we're not sure on a lot, but the the thing that puts this back for me is it's a turn based RPG. Well, yeah, we discussed that. That's, that yeah, that's one thing I don't like, but it's League of Legends based, and it's an RPG, a single player RPG in the world of League of Legends. Champions confirmed are Misfortune, Alawi, Braum, Yasuo, Ari, and Pike that are playable. What an interesting. Yeah, I, I, we don't know a lot about it. There hasn't really been anything for it, but I'm excited and not at the same time. I don't know if it's PC exclusive, like most, obviously, League of Legends, but with uh, Wild Rift now a thing on phone, on mobile, phone, yeah. and coming to console. It might be a console thing too, we're not sure, but I believe it tells the tale of uh, the Ruined King, which has items named after him in the game and things, as so... We'll, we'll have to wait and see for that. Another game I've spoke about before is Deathloop. Yeah. Made by Arcane Studios, who made Dishonored, and I would like to say Prey, but I might be wrong. It's FPS game uh, with two assassins that are stuck in a time loop of, like, eternal battle. Mm-hmm. One assassin is killing to kind of break the time loop, and the other is killing to preserve it. So it, it looks very unique. It looks very fast-paced, very sort of like dishonored skill-based. You can tell when someone's good at dishonored, right? Uh, sort of thing. It's going to be very heavily skill-based. I think if you're very good at it, it's going to look very flashy, very, okay. very fast-paced. Looks very good. Back for Blood. This one really excites me because I was a very big Left for Dead fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever I played don't know, it. Coach. Yeah, because we—I remember we used to play it with the. We used to have like squads of four on Left 4 Dead yeah. 2. And it would always this be is... arguing over who's playing coach. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I want coach. No, I'm going coach. Well, I got it first. Yeah, so. I the game before you, so I'm coach. <laughs> yeah, no, you got coach last game. No, well, I want coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, Back for Blood is uh, being called the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. It's made by the same company, obviously, Valve. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Four player co op, zombie, just shoot them up. Very exciting. Problem is, Valve, PC, Xbox exclusives most of the time, as they have been with Half-Life and Portal, things like that, are all Xbox exclusive and PC. So I, I feel this one might be Xbox and PC exclusive. Interesting. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's a remaster of every Mass Effect game other than Andromeda, because no. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's an awful game, Andromeda. I don't know what it's like now. They might have fixed it, but the game on release was quite literally broken, didn't work. I don't think I've ever played one of their games before. They, I, I love the Mass Effect games. They're very, very good. Very good games, solid. They're, you can't really go wrong. They're just straight sort of sci-fi fantasy RPGs with okay. one of the best main characters in history in Shepard. Right. And now you get them in 4K HD, so what's there not to like? How Next. exciting. 
Next, Horizon Forbidden West, sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, I think. Horizon Forbidden West is not out yet. Horizon Zero Dawn is probably one of the best games on, on the PS4 or Xbox One gen. Wow. I, I, it's, a, it's your classic Sony exclusive, very story-driven sort of. It looked uh, Graphically, it's one of the best, nicest-looking games ever made, for sure. And okay. can't, can't really say a bad thing about it. And now the sequel's coming. Brilliant. Next That'd one. Interesting. Uh, this is the sequel to the game that I personally believe is game of the decade. God of War Ragnarok. Sequel to 2018's God of War. One of the best games I think ever made. Mm, it tell, that, yeah. tells the story of how Baldur's death in God of War. Spoiler alert has caused Ragnarok in Midgard and Asgard. And how Kratos will fight new gods, such as Thor. Everyone knows Thor. Possibly Odin. Who knows? But that that one for me, if if it's near as good as God of War was, I think we're in for a treat. Next. One that I actually mentioned to you briefly the other day, Gotham Knights. Batman yeah. Arkham game featuring playable characters Robin, Nightwing, the Red Hood, and Batgirl in two-player co-op uh, in a game that's set after Batman is dead. And it's kind of left to Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Batgirl to kind of save Gotham from villains while Batman is, is rip. Rest in peace, Batman 2020. Two-player co-op, so you can... Batman Arkham it up with two players, I feel. Nightwing. Like two player character, two playable characters. Yeah. Robin <laughs> and Nightwing are just never going to be touched, I have a feeling here. No. But I, I'm very excited. I think this this could be very good to play with, with somebody. Another yeah. game, I know you won't be interested in this in the slightest, but Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, Harry Potter open world RPG set, obviously, in the Harry Potter universe. It's now been pushed back till 2020 now. 2022, rather. It might have been, I actually don't know. Might have been. Yeah, I saw an article the other day. Apparently, they want to work on... Um, oh, God. No, yes, I did. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. more, so they pushed it back. Yeah, it was yeah. after Cyberpunk. They, they've said, oh, yeah, <laughs> we, need to, we need to delay this. <laughs> like, we don't want, it's like... like yeah. But, yeah, yeah set in the know. 1800s before the events of Harry Potter... Create your own character. Live your journey as a wizard. Um, I believe you can. You can. I believe you can even go evil. You can be a dark wizard. wizard. Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. So I'm very exciting. Resident Evil Village. I don't think so because uh, 1800s. I don't think it's acceptable. Bad game. Zero out of ten. Uh, I see it. IGN. Zero out of ten. No Hagrid. IGN. Bad. Ten out of ten. Would buy again. Resident <laughs> Evil Village. Mentioned this earlier, so I'm not going to go into depth for this. Yeah, you know the gist. Horror game. game, yeah, big, big, scary, spoopy game, yeah. and that's about it, I think, for me. Um, oh, is that it? Like, are you sure you didn't want to keep going? Because you know, hmm. can I, I think? Jo- of any I was joking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's <laughs> it. That's it for me. I think. I don't think there's any more. I think they're the main ones. Interesting that uh, my list has got three and yours has got about forty. So. Uh... Yeah, that's just how, like, I'm much more, I would say, of a... Like, judging by these games, I, I'm i a single-player player, like, gamer for the most part. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, to be fair, I don't really play many multiplayer games that much anymore. 
I used to all the time. That was like all I'd play. But now your mic yeah. completely cut out. No idea what you just said, but yes. Apologies. Um, Technical difficulties, but yeah, I think that that's about it, really. I think yeah, that is a good place to start wrapping up for the episode. Well, uh, I just want to add into the, the footnotes of this episode that this episode has been one of the hardest things <laughs> humanly possible. We've right, had how about how many takes is this now? Oh, it's so pretty much what we we use Discord and we use a bot to actually record audio, and um, the bot has decided to cut out about forty times. Oh um, God! So we've repeated ourselves. Millions yeah. of times at this so rate. Apologies for that. If we ever sounded like I'm not disinterested, but sort of it's, it's, miserable. It's <laughs> yes, because we've had to speak about the same topic about five times. I mean, the thing is, you always assume that the first episode is going to be a nightmare, and then the rest of them go smoothly. But instead, it's been the opposite. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's not our fault. This just that happens. Like, as blame Craig, the uh, Discord bot. Yeah, that's a lot of traffic on Discord right now, so it's causing a lot of disconnectivity issues. But, but um, what can you do? We move. There we go. Right. Anyway, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, as always, make sure to check us out on our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, make sure you check out the podcasts that, that go live on YouTube, um, SoundCloud again, Apple and Spotify. Um, all And Google. All- and Google, yeah, I apologize. And Google, all podcast episodes go live 6 p.m. GMT on a Sunday with clips periodically um, on Tuesday at 6 p.m. and Friday at 6 p.m. Um, again, join our Discord channel, Discord server, rather, to keep up to date with everything. Um, again, follow our socials. And uh, we will see you next week with a brand new episode. Uh, take care, everyone. And we'll see you then. Yeah, thank you for the support and stay safe. Goodbye. Bye.